0: You are listening to the E2C Network, where the Auburn family speaks.
1: What Auburn family? Welcome back to Inside the Jungle, your source for Auburn men's basketball analysis and discussion on the E2C Network. Another W to talk about today. The pep in my step is getting more and more. I'm getting more and more excited. I don't really know how excited I should be after this one. Maybe, maybe really excited, maybe not so much, maybe kind of worried. I don't know, Mm. but that's what we're here to do. We're here to discuss the win over St. Louis, the first true road on campus site victory for the Tigers. So they go 10 and one as the Tigers prevail from 13 down to win at St. Louis, 74 to 70 and to do it and to talk about it. I brought in my dad and co-host dad, how you doing?
2: Um, I'm good. I was a little disturbed by the way that game was going. Me too. Uh especially like uh for the first 10 minutes of the second half. Mm. And then we ran 11 straight high pick and rolls, high ball screens, yeah. And they couldn't guard it. You're right. You're right. So that ended the game just like that. So plus you gotta play really good defense and get and get stops, yeah. and we were doing that towards the end. So uh St. Louis is a good team, probably not a great team. Uh but it's a quad one win, at yes. least for now. Yep. So that's a good thing. That's a quad one win.
1: And you can't ask for any better to build up a tournament resume, especially right before SEC play. And, you know, this SEC is going to be a dogfight this year. And your Auburn Tigers may be one of the best.
2: Well, and I'm glad Bruce mentioned that he, he saw who who had the hoops yeah to play in a game when you're down. Yeah and and a lot of coaches that go through seasons where they blow everybody out and then they get into a tournament and they're in a dog fight mm. they lose Yeah. so this was a game that he probably got their attention i agree i agree i
1: think you know we're, we're kind of just you're uh, spitballing right now but him, yeah. um the the technical foul that bruce got you think On how much of a, how much of a turning table that mm. was in this game and we've seen him do that in the past where he gets technical fouls not just to get you know, but to get his team's attention and to wake them up and to tell them, all right, it's time to go. It's time to turn it off.
2: We talked about it when it happened. I yeah. said that technicals on purpose. Yeah. He didn't have to get that technical, no. but, but he did that. There's no doubt in my mind that he did that on purpose. He was not yelling at the officials. He was, he was trying to get his team's attention. Yeah, so I agree. that's part of it.
1: Um, but yeah, let's, let's talk a little about the, the flow of the game. You yeah, know, it's a sloppy, sloppy first thirty minutes for Auburn, and not especially towards the back half of that first thirty minutes. The beginning of the second half, where you're saying it was just not, it didn't really know what we were doing. Really struggling on the boards, got out rebounded by nineteen in a game that you won by four on the road. Right, that's yeah, that, that's something that needs to be fixed and needs to be fixed ASAP.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Bruce said there are things that that uh, that can get us beat. He said it on the pregame show. He said, there are things that we, I don't know how he phrased it exactly, but there are things that can get us beat and I'm not going to detail what they are, but, uh, after the game, he said, obviously rebounding is one that can get, can get us beat. I'm sure they are working diligently on, on rebounding in, in your, your seven, one, six, 10, six nine, hmm. you ought to be able to rebound, um rebound is more of a as you know is more of a desire thing yeah. than necessarily a height thing. So but yeah, we were ahead by eight at halftime and at one point in the second half we were down by 13. Yeah. That is a 21 point swing in the wrong direction. Yeah. Coming out of the coming out of the locker room. I was a little disappointed coming out of the locker room. Thought we were better than that. We've we've been better than that. Yeah. Coming out to to start the second halves of games. We just weren't, and the crowd was in it. Give them credit; they had a good crowd there that were uh, fired up.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's let's get all the 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 negative things out the way, then we talk about a lot of the positives of you know because Auburn did win this basketball Mm -hmm. game. We're out here, you know, ranting on how bad the rebounds were, and I'm about to be very upset at seven of sixteen on layups, most of them very easily makeable layups yeah it's that that can't happen so you're
2: being guarded but you're always going to be guarded at that level of basketball when you're taking a layup so we're not talking about layup line layups yeah but we are talking about you're right there two feet you're right at the basket score and you're big enough for the most part to make those or to play through contact and and, and look, KD made a bad turnover late in that game, but then came down and took probably the hardest layup that we had all night yeah. and made it. I, I guess it was a layup. It was kind of more of a six-foot six, away, six foot fall away, but yeah. I think they would consider that a layup in the stats. And and he banked that one in. So, uh, but yeah, less than 50% on two feet away from the basket is not, that's another thing that's going to get us beat. I know. Yeah, I
1: completely agree. So now the, those are the two main negatives, just sloppy start. Can't you can't get out rebounded like that, especially when you're playing sloppy on the road and the beginning of the second half, especially. And then the layups, I just I that that cannot happen. You know less than 50. They can't, can't do that. But let's let's talk about the positives from this game because Auburn did win. we won by four um what, what let's talk about Walker custom for just a second. This dude combined for 33 points, 19 rebounds in what?
2: nine blocks, nine
1: blocks over the last nine two games. I think so yeah. He had 19, nine and four tonight.
2: yeah uh, whoa and and he's the guy that that Bruce called the play for when we were down 12 yeah. and called him and and uh Wendell, Wendell in a high screen and roll and he missed the first one he got fouled
1: mm-hmm.
2: but uh, but he missed the first one you could tell by his body language uh, he he missed it and they called the foul and he stood there facing the stanchion and you could just see him go we I was that close mm-hmm. you could see him go I know I can do this yeah he made one or two free throws and then the next 11 possessions we ran the exact same play. We send it's a great play because we send uh, Jabari on a fake on that screen. He rolls to the opposite corner. Mm-hmm. They bring Walker up. They run pick and roll. They move KD up to the wing, and then you've got Jabari in one corner and Leor in the other corner, who we're going to talk about in a minute yeah. as well. And 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 let Wendell make a decision. Yeah, and he made some really good decisions. And Walker just kept dunking it. Yeah, and then they helped off. Of of uh, Jabari Jabari's man, and he hit two big threes. And then they helped the off the of And then they off of man. And he hit a big three. So, yeah, yeah it was uh Walker was fantastic. Yeah. Played well in the defensive end. Four blocks. Got some blocks. He got some rebounds. I uh, had nine, nine. rebounds. I, that's that's what you want that's, from your your that's big. That's a game. third of our total rebounds. <laughs> All right, guys. We need yeah. other guys to step right up. <laughs> We Come on, rebounders. Jabari. Yeah. need your rebound now, too. How many rebounds did Jabari have?
1: Jabari ended up with four. So,
2: that's 13. And Carwell ended up with three. That's 16. And
1: then Berman had one. Jalen had one. Cambridge had two. Yeah, it wasn't. Jasper had one. That was just kind of.
2: Yeah, so basically. Walker. Walker our, and, and a little bit from Jabari. We need our guards to rebound. Hmm. We need all five guys rebounding. Yeah, especially when we play LSU yeah. in a week or two They're big so They're big Darius days is still there guys Yeah, still yeah. there yep
1: yeah. um but let's let's talk about Wendell for a second the, the past three games and I saw a tweet from John Rothstein who's a I believe he's a CBS uh reporter for college he's a national basketball writer been really impressed with Wendell so far and he sees that similarity that we've all been seeing and he isn't he's the same number one as jared was and we saw it again tonight making incredible decisions with the basketball being trusted by bruce to make the plays when needed being able to shoot from
0: you know anywhere
1: he wants to yeah and being able to finish at the rim Able to make those circus passes like the one he made to Leo for the big three it was
2: a fantastic As, pass
1: or made, the one he made in the first half ba- back to Kessler off the <laughs> when he was falling out of bounds. Yeah, it's
2: he's the same player. We stopped we stopped the game and rewound the pass yeah. to Kessler because I couldn't believe he threw that. Yeah, he had a he had a guy open on the in the corner, but he threw a wraparound bullet. Yeah, to a, to cutting a cutting cutting Kessler through the middle of the line who caught it and dunked it. It was. Uh, so Wendell is the guy that that you go and when he pulls up it's like Jared or Bryce yeah when those guys would pull up from the logo you'd go oh, I'm all right with that shot yeah and more often than not it was going to go in yeah Wendell Wendell with another
1: another breakout type of game he scored 15 eight assists only two turnovers he's being trusted with minutes coming off the bench and you know, as important as that's gonna be, especially when we talk about somebody else that might be coming back on Wednesday, what do you what do you do you if you're shot. Bruce right now? What do you do with with I don't want to say KD's struggling because he he made a three, you know, he didn't shoot the ball really well tonight, but he's he's as resilient as anybody I've ever watched on the basketball mm-hmm, court mm-hmm. and he made the biggest shot of the day. Mm-hmm. I don't so I don't I don't want to say KD has been struggling, but Wendell's been showing out more. When oh, he's coming off the bench, do you keep him on the bench? Do but, uh, you... I think I
2: think you either keep him himers up on the bench to start the games. You start one of those two at the point. Yeah, um, I think KD uh, I, I, before this game, my thought was that you would take uh, uh, Flanagan and put him in for KD on the start starting lineup mm-hmm. uh, because uh, because uh, Dylan had been playing so well. Not Dylan. Devin, Devin came from yeah. playing so well, and uh and then this game, Devin just struggled. Was a no show against St. Yeah, Louis, and he did. He did. He struggled. And, and and so I wonder. And it it's all about practice. It's yeah. all about what happens at practice. But all we can see is what happens in the games. And if you put me in Bruce's position with what I've seen recently in the games, and we're not going to start Flanagan Wednesday night. He's yeah. going to get some minutes. But as we start looking at when he's going to get back into the starting lineup, um, I probably put him in for Devin. Yeah.
1: Okay. I I could I could totally I could probably agree with that. Uh, I just it, you've got to be able to find those minutes for Allen. And right now, people would say you take them away from Leor. I absolutely do not take them take those minutes away from Leor Berman. He had the best plus minus of plus eighteen in the St. Louis game. He had one of the biggest shots of the game. He had that am one. He missed the free throw, but had that am one. It was his first trip ever to a free throw line.
2: Ever. Yeah. He's he's yeah. a he's a guy that Bruce says that he trusts. Him. Mm. And if the head coach says that he trusts you, he ob- I mean he proved it. We were both sitting there the other night when when he was playing late, mm. and both of us remarked, "Why, Why is Leor still in the game? Why? You've got well, options. We've got so Jaylen much on the sideline over there."
1: Chris Moore, you got Devin, you and got Zepp was on the bench. It was like he
2: was in the game on the in the clutch minutes. Yeah. He was in the game at the end. Yeah. And I think we said several podcasts ago, at least my thing is is it's not who starts the game, it's who <laughs> finishes the game. Leo Berman finished the game. Yeah. Um, so coaches show has shown that he has a lot of faith in the kid from Mountain Brook who can fill it up from outside and you get past like you got from wendell green to that corner he okay. you can't be guarded you can't guard it yeah because everybody dove with wendell thinking he was going to try to make a layup which we're not very good at and he passed it out to leor and leor drained a big time shot it was big it was big big boys. it was clutch
0: hey auburn fans i want to take a quick time out from this episode to bring your attention to something very special Here at the E2C Network, we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for Auburn fans out there. And best of all, it's free to you. But just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs, especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts, videos, blogs, and more. Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club over at patreon.com slash E2C Network. There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an E2C network booster, exclusive communications, and bonus content that is available nowhere else. If you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one, please head on over to patreon.com slash e 2 Network to join the E2C Network Booster Club. You can also get there by going to our website, e2cnetwork.com slash support. Whether you decide to join or not, we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here because each and every one of you is part of our E2C Network family. Well, that's it. Timeout's over. Let's get back into the episode.
1: Well, let's talk about the... The news—I don't know if there's been any official news or
0: any—but for
1: the St. Louis game, Bruce said that if today was an NCAA tournament game or an SEC tournament game, if it was a tournament game where we mm-hmm. needed our oh. guys, mm-hmm. Alan Flanagan would be playing. Would have played. Would have played. He said that. So on the, he's there. He said
2: that on the interview with with Andy Bertram before the game. Yeah, I good. heard it and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> did he really say that?" And so I—I I think you'll see him dressed out and playing yeah i think they'll get murray him state. minutes uh, against murray state when it first happened i think I, I mentioned to you that maybe by st louis we would get him back mm. um i was hoping we get him back for a couple of games before the conference season but he's been practicing full contact yeah time for about a week and a half now time to come back yeah. and get him get him the minutes that he's that he can uh, get look, when,
1: I, when I was hearing all this stuff today about him returning and him playing minutes against Murray state on Wednesday, I went back and looked at some of the, some of the big plays he made last year. I'm like, okay, no, you had this guy, you had that guy to this team that we have right mm-hmm. now with the personnel and the depth that you have right now. Uh, it's the best team in the SEC.
2: I think so. I think it's uh and, and he's not going to come back in that form no, against Murray State or maybe even against LSU, uh, and it's going to take a little while for him to get used to playing with these are all, these aren't guys he played with last year. You're right, yeah. Uh, only a few of them are. Yeah, and so he's got to get used to Wendell and Zep and KD and Walker Walker and, uh, and Jabari. Yeah. and now he's playing with them in practice, but uh, but we'll uh, he needs some minutes, Wednesday. Yeah, I agree. To just kind of get a feel of it and see how what kind of arena. shape he's in, yeah. see see how the Achilles handles it. Yeah. Uh he's got to get to where he trusts it because when you have an an injury like that, it takes a little while before you're willing to no fully doubt. push off and cut. Oh, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how many minutes he gets yeah. Wednesday. I'm excited about
1: it. Now now Me let's too. take our let's take our time to to appreciate the kind of talent that Jabari Smith actually is. <laughs> it's it's, uh, it, it's, every, it's podcast, every, every podcast. Every podcast. We just have to take some time where we just we just look back and think like, okay, as we need to enjoy him while he's here because he's here for a year and he will go top three in the draft. I've seen a lot. The Every recent one that I've seen at big board Lots draft, of stuff number one. Lots of say he's number one. I know that kid from Duke and the kid from Gonzaga and there's some other making some noise, but I think it's more about scheme fit and everybody's like, well, everybody could use a Jabari Smith. Mm-hmm. Not everybody could use a Paulo Brachero, or not everybody could use a Chip Holgram or a JD Davidson or anybody like that. Anybody, everybody could use a Jabari Smith.
2: 16 guy who can make sure. Look, he only had 13 and wasn't very efficient. But what he does is they ran a play in the first half where he uh, faked a back cut, which set up his defender so Walker could strain him. He caught the ball just inside the three pointer at the top of the key, took one dribble and rose up and and the guy was you cannot guard Jabari any better than this guy did had a hand in his face, and he drilled an eighteen footer like it was nothing yeah and then the the threes in the second half in the corner one was pretty open, the other one had a guy flying at him, yeah, the guy with the pigtails was flying at him yeah, and he nothing but the bottom of the net and, and he's oh. guys he's six ten. he's six ten. yeah and he can move and is smooth and uh, yes we have to bring jabari up every podcast because absolutely you you can't not appreciate what he's doing for this year and enjoy it
1: yeah yeah so i just saw a post right before this recording i saw a post on his instagram i'm trying to pull it up real quick of him saying why he chose Auburn, and what mm. like, I don't think people understand the significance of a guy like that posting something like this.
2: He mm. uh, how many followers does a guy like that have? A bunch. He's doing yeah. something with Under Armour. Yes, like a video series that's that's pretty cool. And I think that's where that that quote comes from. It, uh He talked. I know he talked about family, and it talked about what where he could go. Uh, by coming to Auburn and uh, he's, he folks, he's a special player. He's just that guy that you need to, to, to always enjoy.
1: Yeah. And the post, I just, I just got able to pull it up. It's a post of him holding up the Auburn basketball Jersey. That he's got on, he said, "I chose Auburn because of the culture, the family atmosphere, and what it means to play for Auburn. Every night I put on this jersey, I am playing for more than myself, and that's why I chose to come to this school and give it all every night." He does he I gives guys, it all
2: every night? He gives it all every five thirty every morning. Yeah, uh, he he is a pro. And yeah. by the way, the 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 ladies played this afternoon and won. And it was him and KD and Wendell in attendance. I've yeah. seen lots of pictures, people talking about how cool it is that Jabari Smith's coming to the girls' game to support them. Yeah. And they should be, I'm sure they're thrilled to death to get the kind of support that those three guys are giving them.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And you got you gotta appreciate him. He's yeah. he's so special. But yeah, this Auburn team will be back in action on Wednesday afternoon at 5 p.m. in Auburn Arena against Murray State. Hopefully we see a little bit of Alan Flanagan, get to see a little bit more meshing together, maybe a little bit more of an efficient night mm-hmm. than than these past two uh, this past week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also moved up to 12 in the AP poll. Um, I encourage people not to care about the AP poll. I it really does not mean anything. This Auburn team is the ranked ninth in the net and twelfth in Kimpom and that's first in the SEC in both of those categories. Those even though we're the there. second SEC team ranked in the AP poll, actually the second team in the state, which <laughs> doesn't make any sense. But that's okay. Um, but that that's fine. I'd encourage people do not pay attention to that. That really does not mean anything. Yeah.
2: So. Yeah. So I'm looking a little bit at, uh, at, uh, Murray state on their website. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously they don't have John ja anymore. Thank God, Oh goodness, because uh, we went and watched him play when he came to oh. Auburn he, he's a, he was a special player. Yeah, They've got a guard, uh, last name Brown, uh, averages 19, a game okay. plays 34 minutes. He's by far, I guess, by far their best player. Uh, then they got a 6'10 kid last name Williams uh averages 16 and a half a game, plays 26 minutes. So he's he's their tallest guy, 6'10. Yep. They've got a couple guys, 6'8, and a bunch of guys that are 6'6, 6'7. So uh not a small it's not team. gonna be the smallest team we play, but they're not gonna have anybody as big as, Walker as Kessler and, Jabari, yeah. and really Jabari, this kid yeah is a is a center for them at six ten. Yeah. So uh I, I fully expect us to go inside like we've been doing. Uh, I fully expect us to to see how they handle high pick and rolls. Yeah, because I would until somebody stopped it. It's it, like it Gus Malzahn don't used, fix
1: it. That's right. Keep, keep it used going. to run the
2: same play over and over, over again in In 2013, I think Malzahn ran three plays the whole season. <laughs> yeah, and and that's what uh, that's what Bruce did uh, Saturday night. Yeah. He just said. Look, if, you until can't stop you it. can stop my high screen and roll, we're going to keep going. We're going to run it, and if we lose, we lose. But I don't think we will. And eleven straight times down the court, he ran it. That's right. It's a great call. It's a great so,
1: call. It was, it was working.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, they're they're ten and one also. Okay. Uh, they just beat Chattanooga, my my alma mater, uh, yep. beating by eleven. Um, they're going to be good. Uh, this is not this is not a pushover game. This is another one uh that'll be probably just as good if not better than st louis thank goodness it's at home uh i hope to i hope the auburn crowd will show up wednesday afternoon mm. it's a five five, PM, yeah. five a game, five o'clock game so go out uh enjoy the game get some hot dogs for for dinner and yeah and cheer on the auburn tiger we will be back to discuss
1: that game i believe in the Right after we'll, we'll we'll try and get one out on Friday, maybe Christmas Eve, maybe a little bit before that. If we if we don't get to uh, see y'all, every, I hope everybody has a very Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas! Um, uh, spend the time with your friends and family and enjoy uh, some Auburn basketball while you got it. Right remember
2: on. remember the true reason true, for, for for Christmas. Christmas. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, but
1: we'll be we'll be back to discuss this Murray State game right after. Uh, you can go ahead and do what you do after uh, at the end of every podcast.
2: Well, I keep I always uh, am tweeting during the game, and after the game, I always ask for for uh, players of the game. I don't think we've done that yet. Uh, my my player of the games was Walker Kessler. Uh, you want to give your player of the game before I? Yeah,
1: yeah, I'll I'll go Wendell. He's I... it's a good one. It's it's one of those two. I'm glad we have two, the two of us because I, I if I had to choose between just one, just one I, I don't know if I could because both of them like were did the difference in us winning and losing.
2: Yeah, that was the high low high screen combination. So anyway, uh, you can reach out to me at iamcto iamcto on Twitter and uh, I'll tweet during the games and and talk back, back and is. forth. Yeah yeah so that's what um, it's there
1: for yeah or you can reach me on twitter at gray oldenburg or on instagram at gray 21 e2c network e2c network uh, uh, yes the twitter for e2c network is e2c underscore network um the network love kyle love all the guys that that do all the stuff at e2c and uh We'll, we'll be back to discuss if,
2: if you can find a sport that Auburn competes in that there's not a podcast on uh, you're doing better than me because <sighs> they've got podcasts for every sport that, that Auburn does so if you if you love basketball but you have another favorite sport get on e 2 c and see if you can't find a podcast about it
1: that's right that's right all right we'll be back and uh, until next time where you War Eagle War Eagle